This is Todd Zwillick with The Takeaway. I'm standing in front of the U.S. Senate just days after the Deepwater Horizon spill has started dumping millions of gallons of oil into the Gulf of Mexico. I'm standing here with Michael Brune. He's executive director of the Sierra Club, one of the most important environmental lobbies in the country. And the question is, how will the Deepwater Horizon spill affect the prospects of broader energy and climate legislation in the U.S. Senate? Several senators have just said that any increase in offshore drilling makes that bill dead on arrival. They'll filibuster it. And these were Democrats. So we want to talk to environmental groups like the Sierra Club to find out what the prospects are for comprehensive energy and climate legislation in the wake of the spill. Mr. Brune, there's a debate going on right now as everyone wonders what the impact of the Deepwater Horizon spill will be as to whether this is the final nail in the coffin of climate change legislation or whether it will actually spur the legislation to be passed, uh, realistically, having hung around Congress for a while, as I know you have, what do you think the effect is here? Well, we absolutely think it'll be a spur. You know, we couldn't have a more clear indication of the costs of our carbon pollution. You know, to be to be fair, the the challenge of forging a compromise with at least 60 senators is a is a tough one. But clearly what we're seeing is that the American public is more, much more motivated now to accelerate a transition to a clean energy future. So we think the, the prospects have been strengthened. When President Obama announced that he was in favor of new offshore drilling, I know that that was a big disappointment to people in the environmental community like you. But he did it to try to get a consensus, both from Republicans and from oil state Democrats, on a very, very fractious issue. These senators today say that any new drilling is the death knell of that bill, what's the way forward? Well, what we th- again, what we think is that this, the tragedy that we're, that's unfolding in the Gulf is, will be prompting more and more senators to reconsider their support for expanded offshore oil drilling. We know that we can easily save more oil than can be found off of our coasts by investing in efficiency, whether it's for home heating technology, for plug-in hybrid electric vehicles, or fully electric vehicles. So we're hopeful that this will uh, prompt a number of senators in the Gulf region and throughout the country to reconsider their support for, for offshore oil drilling and thereby should increase the support for the climate bill overall, for a climate bill overall. Get, getting to 60, you think? I mean, that's well, the, it's, it's, it's yeah. a heavy lift. You know, I, I, explain, I, explain the lift. For people who don't really understand how the dynamics of getting to 60 votes here, explain, when you say heavy lift, that's a beltway phrase that means a real big job. Ex- explain, explain the lift, what it means to try to get to 60 votes on such a divisive issue like this. Well, I mean, let's, let's be candid with each other. Right now we have uh, the Republican Party that is adamantly opposed to most of the things that the Obama administration is trying to do. And so getting the uh, Republicans in Congress to vote for any measure that's supported by the Democrats is, is inherently difficult, no matter what the issue is. Added on top of that, you have the requirement of getting 60 votes. And so we you, you need to get Republican, you need to have bipartisan support for comprehensive climate legislation, and the, the main electoral strategy for Republicans is to not give that kind of support. So um, what the senators in Congress are trying to do is to offer enough enticements to encourage a few Republicans to break ranks and to stand up for a smart, uh, climate, le- smart climate legislation that would uh, cut carbon and, and increase jobs. Some of those enticements uh, were allowing new loan guarantees and new construction of nuclear plants, 
also the president's call for for new offshore drilling. Those those are some of the enticements you're talking about. Well, yeah, in in one bill, in the Kerry Graham Lieberman bill, there's a there's a number of different initiatives that are out there. There's the Cantwell Collins bill, which would uh, put a, a, a cost on on carbon emissions and then rebate those those costs back to consumers, so that we're we're decreasing our carbon pollution each year, but we are helping consumers and helping families to actually pay for their uh, potentially increased energy costs. A way to increase to attract Republicans to that type of bill is to make sure that their constituents are not facing higher energy costs. So there's there's a way to compensate those constituents. So. Depending on what bill you're talking about, there's there's a number of different ways in which people are trying to to forge a compromise, and it's 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 very difficult to do in any environment. It's particularly so this year. What are you hearing? Uh, what's the latest you're hearing about the chances of a climate bill actually going forward? Nobody here seems to know exactly which bill is going to be next. It's tied up with questions mm-hmm. about immigration, mm-hmm. whether Senator Graham will participate or not. Mm-hmm. What are you hearing about whether they're actually going to go for a climate bill this year? Oh, we, we definitely think that we'll go for a climate bill this year. What is unclear is which bill it'll be and, of course, when that's going to happen. Uh, what we are hearing is that there's a renewed enthusiasm among a number of senators, a key, a key group uh, of senators, to, to pass some type of climate legislation uh, or to, uh, to bring it to the fore within the next couple of weeks. And time will tell. Uh, my last question. At this point, in the wake of the Deepwater Horizon disaster, would you rather see a comprehensive uh, carbon capping climate bill with new offshore drilling or no bill at all? Well, it, if it, that were the know, price, it, in other words. It, it, you know, it's, it's really hard to say. It depends on, on how strong the bill is. We don't think that any strong bill that uh, accelerates a clean energy transition has any room for offshore oil drilling. So we're pushing for a bill that will accelerate, that will deepen our investments in energy efficiency and uh, renewable technologies like solar and wind that will uh, disincentivize the accelerated production of coal uh, and, and of course, oil, and in the same time to help consumers with, with some of those costs. We don't think that offshore oil drilling fits into any of those equations. Thanks very much. Sure. I appreciate your time.